Hey everyone, and welcome to A Match Made in Horror. We're your hosts, I'm Harold. And I'm Sarah. And we have a wicked show for you today. We're going to be discussing the final installment of the Fear Street trilogy, 1666, and the inspiration behind the film's plot. But before all that, American Horror Stories finally dropped three episodes. Quick first reaction. Um, Quicker than that. First reaction. Quick. Oh oh my God. First reaction. Quicker than that. I'm flustered now. No, I, I don't, take I, it, take your time. I don't take have your one time. thought in my mind. No, fact, just um, it'll be okay. I really enjoyed the first two episodes. Actually, okay. I think oh, I enjoyed. Already. Yeah, I think okay. I enjoyed the first episode. Okay. okay. Right, and then it was I, like I, I, I won't. Okay, you won't say anything. Yeah, I won't say okay. anything. Yeah. Um, because there's three episodes out right now, and the first two were like a part one and a two of the same story. Um, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, I really liked the first episode. The second episode tied it all together, but it was a little corny for me. <laughs> I, I I know exactly what you mean. Um, and for people for people that haven't seen the first two episodes, it's about the rubber suit man. Yes. From like the first season of American Horror Story. And it takes place in the murder house. Yes, the infamous murder house, which is such a cool setting. That setting yeah. from the first season of American Horror Story is iconic. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, all the scenes from that, uh, from that season really come together for a scary experience. Yeah. But for this, they took one aspect of it and just kind of ran with it for yeah. too long. Yes. And the rubber band, I I mean, I haven't seen... Did I f- say rubber band man or did I say rubber man? I, I really hope you said rubber band man. It's not the rubber band man. <laughs> I, I no, don't know I, if I said the rubber band uh, man, but it's the rubber man. No, rubber per- suit man. I think that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you <laughs> got it right. Okay, good. We'll, we'll figure it out. The Michelin tire man? That's, that's in this <laughs> The <episode>. Michelin man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... I haven't seen the first season of American Horror Story in a long, long time, like oh, years yeah. and years. We, we watched them when we were first dating. Yeah. Has that was like, like 10 years ago. Yeah. And then you were too scared. <clears throat> and then what did we watch after that? Was it The Office or? No, it was um, Modern Family. Modern Family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I guess I remember the rubber suit man or the rubber man. Yeah. Um, he like made his appearances every so often. Yeah, it wasn't like the center. The house is the center. Yeah, I feel like there were so many other scary aspects of that season that could have been. Oh yeah, maybe like Evan Peters could have came in and and did something, but. Yeah, well, I do think yeah. it's gonna be like completely separate. I don't think. Well, there yeah. were f- there were a few background characters that have been the same, even in the third episode. Even. Um, it was John Carroll Lynch was a main villain in the third episode, and he has been in the series. He has? Yeah. Huh. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure he was in a few seasons. Maybe you're just thinking of him just being an all-around a, a creep. creep. A creep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do think that he, he was in it. Um, okay. But re- re- regardless, yeah. you, um, you, you, fi- you found the third episode corny out of the bunch yeah we watched the third episode last night and 
Yeah. I think the the last five minutes, my face was just like, oh, huh? yeah, huh? Uh, just like squinty eyed and kind mm-hmm. of cockheaded. Yeah, it was teetering on a five out of ten for me the whole episode. Yeah, because so the idea is good. The idea of a killer videotape or like a tape that can cause you to go crazy, like a is. A cursed film. A cursed film is a good idea. It's not a great idea because it's obviously we've seen it. Yeah. And there are things that are, I don't know, like there are actually cursed films. There's the ring, stuff like that. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. And so the whole episode was teetering on a five out of 10 for me. Yeah. And then those last five, three minutes, whatever it was, it dumped it to a three. Three out of 10. I think so too. And. For people that didn't watch, uh, spoiler warning for the end of the episode, episode three of American Horror Stories, the um, the two protagonists, their mm-hmm. teens, they basically killed the creator of the film because he wanted to distribute it mm-hmm. everywhere. And it was only on um, like a film reel. And yeah. So they destroyed that last film reel. And then they go home and they're making out. They're doing whatever... The whole plot was for him to get in her pants and they like pan over to the computer screen and it shows Netflix saying, oh, the new film, Rabbit (laughs) Rabbit, is now on Netflix. And then it pans over to the city and there's like bombs going off. And that's how it ends. Three bombs going off. So I was like, it just came out and these people are already setting off bombs. (laughs) Very confused. And also, how did it get its rights onto Netflix that fast? And... Also, Two, it's on Hulu. American Horror Stories is a Hulu exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, what yeah, happened? Yeah, it's, on, it's on FX, which is owned by Hulu or vice versa. And yeah, they th- maybe they were like punching Netflix like, oh, Netflix buys everything. And they didn't oh, even maybe. think about what they were putting out. And they put this film out and oh, yeah. now three bombs go off in the city. And then it ends. Yeah. So if if any of you guys didn't watch it, Basically, the whole premise is um, this film makes people go crazy. They literally turn into like zombies, which this is a good plot. Well, zombies I was zombies is a thing. Is it overdone? Well, yes. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say very overdone. I would have preferred if they had like some kind of psychological thing happen instead of like. Mm-hmm. You know, biting people. Or like their heads explode or they turn into something <laughs> just, crazy with tentacles literally, and something. Literally anything other than zombies. Yeah. And I think zombies is such a go-to for a lot of horror. Yeah. It's just because it's easy. They, they flock in hordes. Mm-hmm. And if you you know, lose control, you're basically done for because they can all come at you at the same time. And it was a perfect setting for a drive-in movie theater. Yeah. And I just wasn't that big of a fan of that whole aspect. I wanted maybe something else to happen. Like maybe, I don't know, they all end up in a cult or like, Oh, that'd be cool. Like this many people watch it and they all start chanting Something in the movie, then like Satan shows up, or like oh <laughs> something comes out of the ground. Like I don't, I don't know. Something <laughs> different besides these people turning into zombies because we've seen it. Yeah, we've seen fifty-five seasons of The Walking Dead. Well, we haven't. 
we dropped off. We did. But a long time ago. Yeah, I'm kind of over zombies. Yeah, me Sorry. too. Sorry. Um, but your prediction when we were talking about it in a few episodes ago when the trailer first came out for American Horror Stories was correct because you said that one of your favorite parts of American Horror Story is the opening scenes and how you hope that they're different every time yes and you were correct yeah yeah thank you good job good job that was a that's one of the highlights of the show and for this show is seeing the opening yeah because it's it's so creepy it's probably so far out of these three episodes it's the creepiest part yeah just like watching the the uh, the scenes play out and the music some, some of the shots they take yeah of things decomposing and blood everywhere yeah that's really cool yeah and i wish i was just watching 15 minutes of that montage <laughs> like get me that style like directed by david lynch for like 20 minutes and i would watch it and be creeped out and give it a 10 out of 10 hmm. just mm-hmm. just that style and just like oh this is american horror stories yeah just the openings like oops all openings <laughs> And they just put 10 episodes of that out. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, but three episodes in, there's probably seven more. Yeah. I really hope they don't make a part two of this one. And it's just part one and part two of uh, multiple episodes. I don't I don't think they will. I think well, it kind of... the first one, like, pretty hard. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I, I was just kind of... But they kind of wrapped up... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what like you're saying. Like, the first episode... Uh, ended and you were like, oh, well, it's going to be a cliffhanger. There's going to be like a part two. Yeah. I really wish they put the part two at like episode seven. That way you can watch it and then kind of wonder what's going to happen. And then you're watching these other episodes and then they bring you back to the murder house and you're like, okay, cool. Let's finish the story. Hmm. Versus like it all up front and then they just poop out the third episode. Yeah. The, the third episode. Mm. One, two, and turd. <laughs> that was For good. For a second turd. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> Nailed it on the second try. That was yeah, good. That yeah, was really you. good. Thank you. That, so, yeah, that's 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 what I think. Um, and I'm glad you're on the same page. Yeah. When do episodes come out? Um, I want to say Tuesdays or Wednesdays. Oh, okay. I'm, I am very excited. Everyone's getting on the Wednesday train because of Disney+. Plus. Oh. Midweek episodes are making a lot of people happy. So mm. I can see that being a thing. Cool. Yeah. Um, just like us, we're going to be dropping some bonus episodes midweek. Yes. <laughs> talking yes, about we some, are. Talking about some trailers that came out. We're going to be discussing the Chucky trailer. Yes. That was great. So great. That was super. Wait, I took a <laughs> screenshot of a meme that I wanted to show you. Hold on. Let me see if I can read it. Oh, jeez. Because it, it makes sense if... Okay, well, I'm just like reading it. For, well, for the people listening, please send it to me. I'll post it on Twitter, and then you wanna you can post it on Instagram as well. But yeah, is this oh, it's Chucky. Yeah, it's okay. a screenshot of, or it's like a, it's a still of the Chucky trailer that uh-huh. just dropped, and someone tweeted it and said, "Somebody be doing the fuck out of Chucky's hair." It's like perfect. Oh, it's see. like a perfect bob. Oh yeah, the thing is. <laughs> untangled that thing is snatched (laughs) that that, (laughs) yes pantene pro v that's chucky drop your hair care routine for real and chucky 
on Twitter, verified, said, and I look damn good. Yes, of course he would. <laughs> Chucky became a comedian. And then someone said, what straightener does Chucky use? <laughs> <laughs> Straight razor. Um, so, yeah, Chucky, yeah, Chucky became a comedian. We're going to be talking about that on our mini episode a little yeah. more in depth. Uh, kind of beat by beat, but we're gonna we're gonna be dropping those episodes for you because we don't want to, you know, make these episodes sixteen hours long with all the horror stuff we want to talk about. Yeah, true. But um, if you want to go back in time, yes, I would love to, to a prequel to what we're gonna be discussing later on in this episode, Fear Street sixteen sixty six. Yes. Um, I know this is something that Sarah's been wanting to talk about for such a long time yes i think probably since you became a horror fan mm-hmm. i think you were interested in witches and salem witch trials and yeah everything spiritual and magical and and stuff like that true and watching 1666 i was like yes this gives us a chance for you to really dive in yeah and i know you did a lot of research i did you see my whole page here i do see your whole page <laughs> i just have like a few like facts that i wrote down that people might not know but also i want to talk about how i'm going to salem for the first time in november with my best friend christine we're gonna do a little girls trip and we're gonna get real witchy just a light girls trip in salem (laughs) you know well okay so i am very into the occult and christine is not but like we've always wanted to do a girls trip and Now that we are all, all three of us moved back to New Jersey, back to the East Coast from Texas, it kind of like clicked that we'll actually like experience a fall for the first time in a really long time. Yes. Orange leaves and foliage. Yeah. Granted, I maybe November there will be like naked trees, but it might be really cold, but we're going to figure it out. Hey, um, I mean, you guys are going early November, so... You, you yeah, we're going, like, middle of November. It's so spooky. You don't oh, wanna, yeah. You don't want to go to Salem and, like, it's 91 degrees. Yeah, exactly. And the trees are green. And no. And patting their foreheads like, oh, yeah, no, right this way, I'll, I'll, we'll go on a tour. You want to go when it's, like, cold and you're in a yeah. sweater or a jacket. Exactly. You can see your breath. Dress real witchy, wear black. I'm not going to wear black in August. You know what no, I mean? No, no, no. You don't want to do anything spooky in August. True. It's less than 100 days till Halloween. I know. So, so it's just getting ready. Right around the corner. Yeah. Um, we booked a really, like, cool Airbnb. It's, like, quintessential Salem. Like, I really hope it's haunted. Uh, I hope they're not advertising it. And then when you show up, I hope like, it's... oh, by the way, there's three beds. And you're like, why is there three beds? And they're like... <laughs> Sit down. I have to tell you this story. I hope it's not haunted. Like, that would not be fun. Like, I'll go on tours, like haunted tours, and I want to know about spooky stuff, but, like, don't bother me when I'm sleeping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I understand. You do realize that when, if you FaceTime me, I'm just going to keep looking behind you. No. You know that, and I'm just warning you now. That's so rude. And I'm going to go, wait, who's who's that? No. And you're going to turn around. Wait, one second. Who's that? That's just, so rude. Just as spooky. But I know you did some research. What are... Because I don't really know too much about well, Salem. When you first said you wanted to go to Salem, I was like, Oregon? Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Like, I didn't... It didn't click. Interesting. Like, because... Yeah, it, it didn't click of 
why you wanted to go to Salem. Yeah. And that was the first thing in my head. Huh. It was like the capital. I was like, uh, Oregon? And no. you're like, no, no, not, not that Salem. But um, on. Well, you read like The Crucible in high school, probably. Oh, yeah. And I saw The Crucible. Wait, don't tell me his name. I'll think about his name. The the, the lead guy. But I forget, I forget what his name is. John Proctor. John Proctor. Wow. Yeah. Correct. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, so I guess I'll start off by saying that, hey, Olive, um, <laughs> that the witch trials actually took place in Salem Village, is which nearby? which is now Danvers, Massachusetts, which is the town over from Salem now. Oh, so are you going to go there? Probably. Really? You're just going to get an Uber? Probably. Or a carriage? <gasps> not, not a, a carriage. Horse, I think it's like 20 carriage. minutes away. Take a broom. But I did see that um, some historians, like, like did a lot of research and figured out where these witches were hanged because mm-hmm. they were not burned at the stake. They were hanged. Yes. Which I feel like whenever you're talking about witches, people yeah, it's, it's in, burning. in movies yeah. are mm-hmm. always like, oh, they were burned at the stake or whatever. No, they were hanged. Yep. Um, the site where they were hanged is now blocked off it's just like a green patch with trees and it's right next to a walgreens oh (laughs) so we'll have to go to the walgreens that's lovely (laughs) yeah so that would have been it would have been funny if it was next to like a uh just a rundown empty warehouse store and it was the spirit of halloween when you showed up like they put the banner up Oh, Spirit Halloween Story. Yeah, Spirit Halloween <laughs> Story. That would have been funny if you're like, and this is where the witches were. And they're like, in the Spirit Halloween. And yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Go in and get a discount. <laughs> yep. Um, so another fact is, so Giles Corey was one of the six men executed in the Salem Witch Trials. And he was married to Martha Corey, who was arrested for witchcraft. He actually decided to testify against her. Oh. But later tried to decant his deposition and which ultimately led to greater suspicion of his involvement in witchcraft, of course. So they thought he was a, a witch? So a warlock, wizard? <laughs> yeah, basically. So he was testifying against Martha and then he was like, Oh wait, never mind. So everyone was like well, the only reason why you would take take back what mm-hmm. you said is if you were also involved with witchcraft. Um, Man, these people were nuts. They were nuts. Wait, hold on. That's uh, not it. Okay. Hi, um, his last words were, were more weight as he was slowly crushed to death in a field. Oh, my God. Right? More weight? He was the only person who was executed not by hanging so he was crushed to death oh my god so like he was fully oh like okay with his demise like at that point he was like i'm not gonna take back what i said so just put more weight on me crush me that is nuts these people do not like witchcraft well 
I is, did. It's baffling. If, I didn't write this down, but I did screenshot because I kind of wanted to read it. Um, so, yeah, in January of 19, or in, in 1692, a group of young girls in Salem Village, Massachusetts, became consumed by disturbing fits accompanied by seizures, violent contortions, and blood-curdling screams. And so a doctor uh, diagnosed the children, because they were like teenagers, mm-hmm. um, as being victims of black magic. Um, so that's how it kind of started. Gotcha. And um, so, so a lot of historians are now like, well, what actually caused these girls to have these fits? And... Um, one of the likely explanations was that they were suffering from some kind of natural medical afflictions. So, um, they, oh yeah, a more disturbing theory was this behavioral psychologist suggested that Salem suffered from ergo poisoning. I think I'm saying that right. Ergot? Ergo? Um, the people of Salem often ate rye bread and in wet, swampy conditions, which Salem had at the time. And rye can foster a fungus called ergot. And ergot causes hallucinations, convulsive fits, and sometimes death. And LSD derives oh. from the substance. Oh, shit. So if they were eating, like, like damp rye bread, this could have caused, like hallucinations and odd behavior interesting so so do we have rye bread <laughs> well can we don't we, live in swampy conditions this? Uh, this and true. we don't yeah. we live in a modern society now thankfully okay um, do we have lsd <laughs> let me get right to the point <laughs> um so yeah instead of like it was it was also like definitely like a religious thing too yeah and then there was obviously, because it wouldn't be American history without racism, right? Um, so a woman by the name of Tatuba, most likely a South American slave from Barbados, was the first victim of Salem's witchcraft accusations. But she she was not hanged, I don't believe. She was just accused. She was just accused, yeah. Okay. Um, the rest... So there was 25 total victims, 19 were hanged, um, two were children, like, oh in goodness. the womb, and three died in jail. Wow. Holy shit, right? Yeah, that is nuts. Like, it was just, like, a plague of, like, like accusations of, of these Protestant people. All because of witchcraft. All no, all because of like, not witchcraft. But it's not witchcraft. Of, they, the, like the assumption of quote unquote like rebellious behavior. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there were some women who were considered like rebellious. Like they would. Oh, you know math. Like and then that's rebellious. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. Yeah. Like stay up later than they were supposed to and host parties and drink too much and that was considered witchcraft that is nuts and you were basically um 
accused of being possessed by the devil. I wanna I wanna do two things to this to these people. One <laughs> is I want to send David Blaine there. If it, we if we had a time machine, <laughs> sure, you go see who shot JFK. Maybe you go yeah. see like what happened to the Watergate here and whatever. No, I would send David Blaine and just to these people in Salem. See what happens. And just be like, hey man, just start performing tricks. See what happens. No, no, we got your back. They won't hurt you. Just start doing stuff and then have their minds blown because they we're just seeing these girls stay up later, host parties or have drinks. Like, can you imagine if someone actually performed a magic trick? (laughs) They would explode. They would say, add more weight, please. This is blowing my mind. And the other thing is, like, I, I wish, like, those people could see how dumb yeah this whole thing was like in today's society right like are we all practicing witchcraft and rebellious like uh, like no staying up late like for me to play crash bandicoot until 1 30 in the morning on a friday <laughs> which which <laughs> to be honest i i prefer powers i think powers that'd be cool um i have kind of a sad fact Two dogs were also killed based on suspicions of witchcraft. Oh, All of cover years. Oh no! So there's that. Um, Two dogs? What were, yeah. Were they? What were they doing? I think a, shitting after five. <laughs> hey, you don't shit after five. Well, I think they're pirates. A a young girl accused her dog of possessing her for some reason. Oh my god, that is like uh, Son of Sam. Oh where, where yeah! He said the dogs told me to do it. The dog was the devil. Oh my god! I didn't even think about that. Yeah, maybe that's where they came from. Interesting. Yeah. And then my favorite fact is today witchcraft is actually recognized by the government as a protected and legitimate religion under the First Amendment. Wow. So you will not be hanged for practicing witchcraft. Luckily. All right, we'll start tomorrow. Is there a wiki? <laughs> some cliff notes that we can read? I want to do a seance. Let's get a Ouija board, Let's some not candles. Do that. I'm good. You no. don't want to do all that? No. Nah. You're going to be doing that in seance. I paid, I paid extra. I'm, I'm getting you like a, a thing. No, thank you. To do that. No, thanks. Yeah. It's in, it's all, it's in the dark. Nope. It's with some woman. I don't know her name. It's very long in Latin. No, thank you. Um, But yeah, you guys are going to have a great time. <laughs> Um, please don't raise any demons. Make sure they're really cool people. We're and not going to do any of that, but we are going to go on a bunch of tours. We are going to dress very witchy and we're going to buy lots of crystals and like to wear around your stuff. neck or are we going to have them around the house? We're going to have them around the house and we're going to charge them in the moonlight. Charge them in the moonlight. Oh, what does this mean? You, they, they have to charge up. Like, like, do they take work. USB-C? Stop. Or they... <laughs> so you have to, like, hold them up to the moonlight? Yeah, like, let them... I'll put them, like, right on the they... counter How do you know you? when they're done? Do they glow? No. You just leave them out for a night. Okay. And they get energy. And the moon has energy. Everything has energy. And it's good energy. It's good energy. I would never bring bad energy. I'm just making sure. I'm going to be a good witch, not a bad witch. Okay, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'll be i'll be Sam. no all of the salem yeah i'll be aunt hilda 
No, she's the mean one. Uh, what's the other one's name? Um, shit. Aunt shit. No. <laughs> I will be Aunt shit. <laughs> yeah, I forget what you're the other name is. But that sounds, it's super cool. And I'm so, I'm really happy that you're going. Me too. I'm so freaking excited. I was just looking at, I, cause I wanted to look at pictures of the Airbnb again because it's so cool. And like the Airbnb experiences popped up, like suggested. And I just texted Christine one. Mm-hmm. There's a tour that you can go on with a practicing witch. And oh, wow. she will show you around for like an hour and a half and tell you about the history and the magic of Salem. And so I really want to do that. And I hope we do that because That's that really sounds cool. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So to, to, to kind of keep the theme of witches not dive into fear street just yet but backstep to books Mm -hmm. so there is a book called the rise and fall of dodo by neil stevenson Mm -hmm. and nicole gallant and it's basically about i know you hate time travel Mm. like you're not a fan yeah You you don't seek it out but this book is basically saying that which witchcraft is real like it, it was real magic before they hanged the witches and got rid of it over time like it was a real thing well and, it is a real thing and they got well, in, the, in this book and yeah. they got a um time machine to go back in time to find a witch and mm-hmm. learn and bring it back mm-hmm. and it's a it's a really cool story it's very long but it's like understanding witchcraft and kind of like the science behind it to get back and to bring it forward and then like something's go awry yeah and it's not a good witch and there is a good witch and it's it's a really cool adventure oh that's really cool but it play it plays with the fact that witchcraft in that book was real but it wasn't now okay because they got rid of it with these witch trials and all that stuff yeah but they wanted to go back in time and be like, wait, was it real? Yeah. But And it was because she saw papers that she wrote back in time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's, I'm writing this. That's my blood. Because she like pricked her finger back then. Wow. And it's, it's like a full on story. And that's, it's just really cool. Oh, cool. And that, that was kind of like my first taste of Salem and, and, and witchcraft. Reading yeah. that book. Yeah. But my first taste of Salem was watching Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hocus <laughs> Pocus. Yeah. And the second one's coming out. That was actually filmed in Salem. Oh. And you can go visit the. Are you going to go to the house? The house. Yeah. You can go on a Hocus Pocus tour. Are you going to do that? Probably. Oh, my God. We, can you FaceTime Chris... me the whole way? Can yeah. You pay extra for a ticket? Hell, hell yeah. He's <laughs> nine. Half price. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there watching you guys. I'll put the, the tour. I'll put the baby filter on you. Oh, that is, he's an infant. Now, this is my infant son. No, he's, it's free, right? He's an infant. Yeah. He's he's not Um, drinking a beer. Don't worry. Yeah. So that would be really cool. You can go to like all the places that they filmed at. Oh, man. And I am freaking excited and I want to be spiritual and cool and (laughs) just reach my higher self with moonstone with the energy all around me yeah, so yeah i love it i want to get in touch with that i'm gonna make it happen 
You and should. I'm excited, and I'm and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna get hanged for it. No, no, you're not. You're gonna go on tours. You're gonna love it. You're gonna bring me back all the souvenirs. Yes, I will. I'm gonna have a shirt that says "My wife went to Sam to become a witch, and all I got was this tank top." That's actually amazing. Not a shirt. I want a tank, tank top. top. Okay. Sure. It, we have the heat on in November. It gets a little hot in here. Okay. <laughs> I can't be wearing t-shirts, especially ones with thick collars. Anyways, let's uh, let's get into some Fear Street. Yes. The conclusion to the Fear Street trilogy on Netflix, starting with 1994. Then 1978, mm-hmm. and then way back in time, the 1666, to yeah. find out what kicked off these events and who really wh- who, who Sarah Fear was mm-hmm. from from this from the get go. Um, I'll go ahead and say it. This was tied for my favorite one out of the three. Oh, okay. Um, 94. It's great. I love 90s horror. Yeah. Chopping mall, screen, stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome. That and 1666 tied. Just okay. because of the setting, the plot, how everything's moved, how um, the twists and everything. It, it was, moves really quickly, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it, it, was, it was definitely ranked higher in, in my eyes versus 1978, which is kind of like the runt. Yeah, of, of I the agree. Three. Um, and I'm so happy that it was the middle. Yeah. Like it started off with a bang. I was excited and then it dipped and I went, ugh, okay. Yeah. Let's finish strong. And then we did finish strong. Yeah. It's great. I think, um, yeah, 1666 was my favorite. It topped 1994. Yeah, I can, I can Beca- see why. Yeah. yeah, because I have such a fascination with witches and I like how, mm-hmm. like, I like how... In the movie, um, the reason why they were accused of witchcraft was because they were in like a a, a gay relationship. Yes. Um, and I loved how that was rebellious, and they did not give a shit. And no, love prevails, man. Yeah. It was really, really well done. And the twists in this movie, in in this part three, were amazing. Oh, yeah. Great, and really well calculated. Oh, my God. Twists. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I'm a huge twist buff. Yeah, I know you are. I love twists. Yeah. Anytime someone, like, obviously we spoil things on the podcast. Oh, we talk about books. We talk about movies. We spoil things. It's, mm-hmm. it's why we're doing this, but. If anyone comes up to me and talks to me and they go, hey, like, tell me about that, that book you read. Tell me about this movie. I'm so closed off. And they're like, I'm never going to read it. Just tell me. I'm like, I won't. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I want you to experience yeah. this. Yeah. And the twists in this were really, really cool. They were up so Up until good. the last scene, which we'll get to. Yeah. And I also liked how they got the same actors. I really liked how they tied it in, it, and it was kind of like history repeating itself, mm-hmm. like from 1994 to, or from 1666 to 1994, and I like how the characters like kind of mirrored the real people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they weren't actually the real people in 1666, you know? No, no, no. Yeah. It, it was an, It was the... Actors playing someone playing someone. 
Right. It was like they were hearing the the story of what happened in 66 and they put themselves in the position. Yeah, into their shoes. Into their shoes. Mm -hmm. And that that was super awesome. Yeah, because we're already acquainted with these characters. Yeah. And instead of having new characters and then hearing voiceovers for the old characters. Yeah. And you're kind of like getting out of it. Yeah. You know, and the fact that the relationship between the two girls was already established in the first movie. Right. You got to see it in the third one has yeah. those actresses. Yeah. So like you were already connected with their love story. Right. And that was a really cool feature touch. That was a nice feature. That was a real nice feature. <laughs> and it, it played really well. I'm very happy that they went that route. And the set design, the costumes very reminiscent of the witch oh love that which is like i'm so happy that they didn't try to modernize it like i'm trying to think of a way that they would well maybe even... like how they look like because they're all like no makeup dirty yeah like, could it, they could have easily like done also they their face also they didn't whatever. really modernize the script at all like even oh, the no, way no. that they were talking was of that time period, which is really cool. Yeah, which I enjoyed a lot yeah, too. Yeah, that could have really taken me out if, like, someone said, "Oh, bummer." Yeah, and you're like, mm-hmm. "What? Yeah, did you just say bummer?" Yeah, like in front of Black Philip. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, the script was really, really good for this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What else? What else? What else? What else? It, yeah. So the twists. Oh yeah, let's we, talk yeah, about the twists. We can just go ahead and get right into the, uh, into the twists. That it starts in the first movie. Like this is. It's not just yeah. like. It's, it's not like Rush Hour one, two, and three, where it's the same people, <laughs> like doing the same thing, but like a totally different scenario each time. Right. It's like one continuous story. Yeah. Over the course of three movies, which The Irishman should have been. Anyway, it's a three and a half hour movie. <laughs> no one's sitting with... Anyways, <laughs> release them weekly. Netflix. Not also, sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> also, maybe this is a good plug for your other podcasts. If you want to hear more about non-horror movies. Oh, yeah. Check out Reviews and Booze, where we absolutely shit on The Irishman. <laughs> week after week. <laughs> um... Yeah, but this this movie, it, the twists in this are the fact that you write history repeats itself, but yeah. in this case, it wasn't repeating itself. It was staying constant. It was staying constant. Yeah. So it's basically this the curse of the these families, and right? Am I am I getting that right? Y- yes. Yeah. It's so this whole village. Yeah. There's a bunch of families here. Yeah. And the curse went over all of them. Right. Like it was that town, Shady Side. Shady Side, yeah. The the whole town is cursed. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And um who's the the main guy? You're talking about the police officer? Yeah. Or the the mayor? No, the sheriff. The sheriff, yeah. Yeah. He was like a leader in and he was connected with 
Yeah, they were like about to get married with Sarah in Fear. 1666. Yes. Yeah, his like descendant was about to be wed to Sarah, Sarah Fear. Fear. Who was the who we all know as the witch. Yeah. And what kind of ties it to what you were saying about that couple that the guy ratted and took his word back. Yeah. That reminds me of this. Yeah. Because he saw his soon-to-be wife Mm -hmm. have an affair with another woman. Right. He caught them in the act, and then he went around town saying witch. Right. And so... Excuse me. And so that's what really kicked off this chain of events Mm -hmm. of Sarah Fear being regarded as a witch. And there were... Were they both hanged? No, only no. Sarah Fear was. Only Sarah was, yeah. Okay. Because, and so, um, I forget the character's name, the, the sheriff. Yeah. But, from 1666. Yeah, I, I know what you yeah. Um, but he essentially made a deal with the devil mm-hmm. that uh, Sarah Fear, no, that... Yeah, Sarah Fear's descendants. Like her whole... Her whole line. Yep. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm messing this up. No, it's... Yeah, it's everyone who was basically in this town. Right. Who is part of Sarah's life. Yes. Is... Is, no, is doomed. Is doomed. Yeah. And during 1994 and 1978, everyone thought it was Sarah Fear who was the one that was putting this curse on the town. Mm -hmm. But, in fact, it wasn't. It was the sheriff. Sheriff Good. Sheriff Good good is evil. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, R.L. Stein. (laughs) He's like, I got you with that one. (laughs) Yes, Sheriff Good is the the one causing all the doom in Shadyside. The Good lineage. And everyone everyone thought it was the witch, and Mm -hmm. she was buried, and people were like, Touching her, like, her her body that's in there, mm-hmm. like, and seeing, like, horrific acts and then being turned because of this curse. Right. But in reality, she was trying to tell her story. Right. And, like, there's a whole thing with her missing hand. She wanted her hand back to be whole again. Mm-hmm. And when they did that and they realized nothing changed, it, that was going back, seeing through her eyes who started this whole thing and it was the good family right and then that's what we went back to 1994 and you Mm -hmm. realize that yeah sheriff good has like an underground bunker in his house dedicated to devil worshiping yeah and he's like goats everywhere and then he's like black cloak yeah and like puts blood into like this thing and Mm -hmm. people's names show up and they turn and it's just a curse right that he has and that was, I was not expecting that. I, I, I was expecting Sarah to, like, be the one who is causing all this. Right. And then they fix it. And then she's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and she, like, floats away. You know what I mean? Or, like, yeah. disintegrates into the ground. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't expecting it to be another person. Yeah. That was pulling the strings in this town. Mm-hmm. And... They, Isn't it always the white man? It's always the white man. White oh. man. 
<sighs> Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> it's not Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> probably is. It probably is. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but the other twist at the uh, towards the end of this movie, you realize that Sheriff Good has a brother who's running for mayor. Yes. And he is, they're, they're showing him on the screen as smiling and he's with his family. And he, he was like, I had no idea about my brother, yeah, yeah, Sheriff bullshit. Good. Shit. Roll yeah. eyes. And at the end, they're like, there's like a crime scene investigation going on about like the underground lair that right. Sheriff Good had. And then they book of the devil. I don't know what, it, what it's called. The Namakon. Something Namicon. It's 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 there. The non Bible. Yeah. The the non Bible. The unbible. The unbible. <laughs> yes. It's there. It's like, Fifty Shades of Grey. The unbible yeah. is there, and it's just like a close up of that, and then someone grabs it. Yeah. And runs out. And, and then like, it ends. And then it ends, and that's the trilogy, which I believe that it's the mayor taking the book and being like, yeah. I have to finish what my brother exactly. is doing and then keep it going and no one's going to know it's me because I'm the mayor. Right. And I'm going to be in office, protected. No one's going to know it's me. Right. And my guess, hold me to this. Okay. Next year or, yeah, maybe next year, we hear Fear Street is coming back mm-hmm. and it's going to be 2020, 2005, and 1994. Ooh, okay. And I think that's what it's going to be. 1994 is going to be him taking the book, and that's the third movie. Yeah. And 2020, it's going to be, oh, the plague and everything like that is... Ooh, too real. Is all this. And then 2005... Is like the 1978 middle ground area. Okay. But I think that this story continues in three installments into the future to close out this entire six film loop. Ooh. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. I'll call RL. We'll talk. <laughs> um, I'll confirm it with, with the big guy. There's part of me that hopes... It's a completely different story, and they just leave you on that cliffhanger? Yeah, no, that's the other side. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. Um, we don't know. Because that's a, that's I feel like the, I feel like it could end. Like, I'm good with that ending. Yeah. You know? I mean, it made probably a lot of money. True. It got a lot of views. A lot of it subscribers. was it was so so good. We're talking about it on the only horror podcast, <laughs> and yeah, it, it was that good that I I can see it continuing, but I can also see it has like a a different story. Yeah, like a maybe it makes reference to like, did you ever hear about Sunnyside and Chase yeah, or something like that? Yeah. Um, I really hope they switch it up and they do different time periods, or maybe it's like one day. Yeah. Over three movies or something like that. Yeah. But the idea of releasing three separate movies in three different timelines, I so love that. So cool. And I talked about that in my other podcast by saying I love films and books that take place in different time periods. Yeah. All at the same time. I eat that shit up. Yeah. Love it. And this was no exception. Mm-hmm. 
1978 was okay but the other ones are are great yeah i enjoyed it very very much me too me too um yeah i really hope we get more of we, the, well, we will of the series of the three movies that we just watched i think i think horror is on the up and up i think so too i do not just because of us the only horror podcast <laughs> i think it's because of people like jordan peele and ari aster and mm-hmm. um films like, like these coming out and yeah stephen king is still hugely popular and cranking like them out yeah yeah i i think that Specifically, Jordan Peele and Ari Aster, Ari Aster are, like, this new wave of horror. They, like, completely revamped horror movies. Yeah. It was... We, we were getting... It was, obviously, slashers and body horror and, and all that stuff. And yeah. then it went into this kind of tongue-in-cheek... Social like, commentary. And there's like the Freddy Kruegers and the Chuckies who turned oh, comedians. It. And it, it was it was stuff like that. And then it started to get a little darker and more sustained, I believe, starting with Saw. Hmm. With James Wan's Saw. How it was like this closed off setting, twists and turns hmm. and disturbing. But you didn't know what was going to happen next. It was a very puzzle-like that whole wave happened with Insidious and The Conjuring oh, all yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. And then Get Out came out. Yeah. And that was obvi- a very obvious social commentary where we can watch a movie and we don't need jump scares. We don't need to see a bloody mess. Yeah. We just need to think about what we're watching. Right. And be freaked out. And then when Get Out came out and Us and Hereditary and Midsummer, yeah, you're realizing that horror movies don't need all these cheap scares to right. get under your skin. Yeah. They need a good story to really give you the creeps and have you thinking about why did this person do this? Exactly. Why? How did they get there? Why were these other people doing this? Yeah. That creeps me out. Yeah, same. The... All of the like psychological things are that are coming with this new wave of horror um, are the creepiest because mm-hmm. you just hours and hours after you see the movie, you're still thinking about it. Like, oh my god! Like, what would I do in this situation? Um, what if this happened to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, why did the character act this way? And I mean, I, Fear Street was kind of the opposite of that. Like it paid homage to a lot of. Yeah, but what, what I'm what I'm getting at is that was 1978, 1966, right, 1994. Right. Yeah. I think this what's going to come after that. Yeah. Is going to be more in line of like this Definitely. slow, disturbing atmosphere. Versus the slasher and the guts and the, the yeah. quirky 1990 one-liners. Yeah. That's what I hope for. And those yeah. are the movies that I'm drawn to because you're just sitting here like trying to think about what this director, what this writer is trying to convey. And as you're pulling the pieces together, you're getting creeped out in your seat. Right. You know, watching Hereditary. Oh, my God. Was 
it was it was a great experience because it's all just like family drama and what's rooted in your family oh i got chills just thinking about it and some of the stuff that can come out and all the things in the background are hidden that you have on repeat viewings you're watching and you're seeing all these different easter eggs yeah those are the movies that are gonna be you know years to come yeah that's what people are gonna do yeah put some things in the background and just make you kind of be unsettled yeah versus oh someone's slamming through a door yeah jump scare right sure that's fun and there's gonna be movies like that yeah but those other ones that are just eerie silent dark Mm -hmm. the set design and how they are structuring the camera work and and everything like that those are like masterpieces in in, in my eyes definitely just very very creepy yeah i love it wait speaking of we didn't talk about um unless you want to save this for a mini episode james wan malignant trailer came out oh no yeah we'll we'll talk about that in in a mini episode okay um kind of overall thoughts about that maybe chucky okay and the nope trailer from jordan peele his new movie coming out next year the trailer isn't out it's the poster yeah the poster oh okay yeah and that's oh man i am beyond excited for that the name of it nope nope yeah remember i was playing um amnesia on playstation yeah and I started, and Amnesia is a horror-based game, no weapons. You just have to run and hide from things in a dungeon. Terrifying. <laughs> and so I started the game, and I'm in a dark dungeon, and I step one foot forward, and I, I'm in water. And I go, hmm. And so I pause the game and go back to the, to the home screen, and then I get a trophy that says, nope. <laughs> I got an achievement. It's called, nope, back out before you do anything. Like, oh. Yep, there it is. That's so good. <laughs> just nonchalant. Just I, I can't do this. This is way too scary. I I am so curious about what it's going to be about. Amnesia? No, nope? nope. Oh yeah, I have no idea. It's showing like a cloud with a kite in it. Maybe like a festival. Maybe this town is under some spell or something's coming in. I have no idea. I'm so intrigued. Yeah. But, when does it come out? We'll uh, t- so, we'll talk about it. Yeah, sometime next year. Yeah, but we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that. The Chucky trailer, um, malignant. James, yeah, malignant. Uh, James Wan, and uh, yeah, there's probably some other stuff in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the new UFO documentary that's coming out on Showtime. Yes, it looks amazing. Yes, it, and The Exorcist. Uh, oh my God, I need to write this all down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this we, is... We're going to chat a little bit. Yeah, we're going to chat. A little extra this week. Yeah, but a um, little shorter episode today, this week. Yeah. Which is fine. This is this is uh, two episodes are dropping, so you're probably going to see two. Oh, yeah. In your, uh, your library. Double feature, baby. Double feature. Anyways. Um, um, if you want to email us any suggestions that you want us to watch or talk about or whatever just say hey you can email us at matchmadeinhorrorpod at gmail.com if you want to follow us on instagram you can follow us at um yeah at matchmadeinhorrorpod 
And you can follow us on Twitter at A-M-M-I-H podcast. And we will talk to you later this week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for indulging in our obsession with <laughs> horror movies. Yeah, like and uh, just sub- sub- subscribe. Yeah. Give us five stars yeah. or four stars, whatever you want to do. Five well, stars works. No, five stars is good. <laughs> Not four stars. Yeah, comment, um, share with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, we're on Spotify and Apple, wherever you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll see. Well, we won't see you, but we'll talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. See ya.